This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Justin wrote in and we laughed so hard. Again, we're asking you what you learned over the weekend. I learned to not send a funny Snapchat to my brother during an event where he's in charge of the music. He got a new house and I went to the basement to break in his bathroom while everyone else was in the garage listening to music through the speaker. I sent him a snap with me making funny bathroom noises. If you know, you know. As I'm walking back up the stairs, I hear the music cut out and then I hear myself on the speaker. I didn't know he was in charge of the music, so everyone there got to hear my Snapchat, followed by lots of laughter. So uh, his brother was connected to the Bluetooth <laughs> and would have watched the Snapchat, and it kicked out the music and was like, hey, I break it in your bathroom. I just love these types of stories yeah. because I think they happen more and more as technology advances. It's true. Like Bluetooth, being able to connect when like the car isn't even in the cul-de-sac yet. Mm-hmm. So if your vehicle is connected to your phone, but someone else is driving it, and you're, they can hear what you're watching yeah, on your yeah. phone, and they're not even home yet. So you got to be careful. Big time. Yeah, when the partner leaves the house, you turn off the Bluetooth. I think that is a very important lesson. I had uh, an important lesson that involved that years ago at my old house, where uh, the speakers outside on the deck could connect to the music or the TV, whatever you're watching, right? Well, Rich... No, it was like a cheap old speaker. Anyway, uh, I watched the entire Trailer Park Boys movie, <laughs> and then I went outside and I realized it was blasting throughout the neighborhood. And like, how many f bombs oh, are in the movie? The amount of people that would have walked by. I was on the corner of a cul-de-sac too, so like an active sidewalk. The amount of people that would have walked by and just heard like the worst of the worst. Do your bubbles impression. No, it doesn't. Come it, on. No, it looks funny. It doesn't sound funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I apologize to anybody in the Rutherford neighborhood who yeah, yeah. would have had to like tell the kids to put earmuffs on or whatever. Because yeah, there was a lot of swearing, and it was when they were going to protest weed being legalized because they wanted to sell it illegally again because they were making more money. Oh yeah, that's the, a nice life lesson for the kids that are yeah. Rolling up on their bicycles. It was awesome. But yeah, I felt bad. So the internet was a buzz yesterday. I mean, my jaw dropped because I just thought it was all a rumor to get some articles. Mm-hmm. To get a little there. buzz going. But no, Travis Kelsey has a podcast with his brother and he's like talked about Taylor Swift in the past. He went and saw her at Arrowhead Stadium for her Eros tour. He had all these friendship bracelets. He wanted to meet her. He thought he could because he's a famous football player yeah. and she wasn't taking meet and greets that night because she was saving her voice because she has 44 songs she has to sing and so he was super disappointed he's talked about it publicly he's tweeted about it and a lot of people are like whoa desperate but apparently that's how you get the girl yeah which, by the way is a taylor swift lyric um and it's funny because when she was with joe they were together for six years never seen a guy that guy post anything care about her talk about yeah, they kept that pretty they private. They were very private, which I'm, I guess you need to do that. So, but it's hard, hard to support your new potential boyfriend, let's say, yeah. privately you, when you want to go and watch him live at Arrowhead Stadium. No, I'm saying that he's doing it right by yeah, like, yeah, yeah. publicly being like, I like this girl and I want to date sure, her. Sure, yeah, I get what you're saying. So, yeah, when yeah. the camera panned to his mom sitting beside Taylor Swift at the game, like, 
shocked the world. Mm-hmm. Wholesome. Wholesome. And it's kind of got like this American fairy tale vibe. Love story. The famous girl meets the football player. You know what I mean? Like, scored a touchdown. Yeah, Patrick like, Mahomes, the quarterback from the Chiefs, is actually asked about uh, throwing it to Kelsey and getting him a touchdown for the Swifties in the stands. Do you realize how much pressure there was on you today from the Swifties to get Travis Kelsey a touchdown with Taylor in the house today? Yeah, I heard that. I heard she was in the house. Uh, Did you feel it? Did you feel the pressure, Patrick? I thought, I thought a little bit of pressure, um, and so I knew I had to get it to Travis. And of course, it's on a route that Travis he, he he does his own thing and just makes up a route and I throw it to him. So uh, I think he wanted to get in the end up just as much as I, all the Swifties wanted them to. Appreciate you. Thanks what? for having fun. Like, what a wingman. Yeah. Like, risking it all. Yeah, yeah. And then they ended up winning, which is also a flex. Him and uh, Taylor drove off in his convertible after the game. Like, this is these are the lyrics she's been writing about for decades. Sure. And it's coming to fruition. And it's so funny because yesterday it was announced that Usher is going to be performing at the Super Bowl. This was our Super Bowl. This was our Roman Empire. This was what we cared about more. And I feel bad for Usher and I feel bad for Kris Jenner because Kim Kardashian was in the promotional video for Usher and nobody's talking about it. Nobody. Taylor Swift was sitting beside Travis's mom. Uh, You posted about this on Facebook last night. I did. And like people were going nuts about this, but not all the comments were positive. <laughs> Rob responds with, who gives a F? <laughs> You're always going to have that comment. Uh, he has a profile picture of a, of a horse head, like on a horse's body, not like a removed horse head. Okay. That would be super weird. Super strange. But yeah, it's just the head of a horse on his profile picture, and somebody wrote, quit horsing around, Rob. Yeah, since when do horses have Facebook accounts? Anyway, uh, he doesn't care. Just so that. Well, everybody else in the world does. And this is huge for football. Do you know how many people are going to be buying tickets yeah, but, to watch football just in case Taylor Swift is in the sorry, crowd? Sorry, but the NFL doesn't need it. Like, they already sell out every game. Well, that's the problem, is if you think you're going to find yourself a Kansas City jersey, sorry, the Swifties have sold them out everywhere. Yeah. Like, the, that's all it takes. The Kelsey jerseys are probably selling like <laughs> hotcakes, eh? <laughs> Play 107, it is National One-Hit Wonder Day, so we are splashing them in all morning long. Yep. Right now, though. Here's another list of seven somethings. It's Ryder and Lisa's top seven at seven. Okay, so we are getting some awesome honorable mentions on the text line. We're counting down the seven celebrity couples we've always wanted to see together. But it's just never actually worked out, or they broke up, or they just had on-screen chemistry. Sure. Uh, and some of these people are, like, married to somebody else, and we wish them nothing but the best no, with that. No, of course. But, like, we're just saying how cool would it be if this if couple had happened. Sure. Exactly. Uh, thank you for this honorable mention. Trudeau and Danielle Smith, there's always been some tension there. Thanks for the laugh. Big tension. Big, Big tension. tension. Like, I'm not shaking your hand. <laughs> I'm not shaking your hand. Like, and then just you just ferociously making out. I could see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, this text here from Josh. So, somehow we just pissed everyone <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, I know. Both sides are um, mad. Hey, it wasn't our text. No. In fact, I'm going to keep that one anonymous just in case. Uh, Josh wrote in saying John Krasinski and Jenna Fisher from The Office. Okay. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. They did have a very, like, lovable relationship, Hey, eh? That one episode where she's sitting at front reception and her mom comes in to just, like, visit her at work. And he overhears the mom be like, so which one's Jim? 
And it just gives me goosebumps every time. It's And you, he smiles to himself because he overhears it. Oh, it's too much. Okay, counting How down. How didn't that make the list? I know. I don't know. We might need to move things around. I think there's one on here that I'm going to take out because okay. it's, it's kind of silly. Okay, coming in at number seven. We don't know because there's never been confirmation, but we're hoping we're praying Mindy Kaling and BJ Novak. That's who's fathering her children. She's never posted about right. him. She never shows what her kids look like. Mm-hmm. They always have their faces blurred out. And they've just never confirmed it. But they're always going to events together. Yeah, I think it's a thing. And that's another office reference because they were lovers on The Office. Coming in at number six, this is just hypothetical, but we've actually had a couple people text in about it. Kim Kardashian is currently single. Yeah. What if Kim and LeBron James ended up together? I mean, I think he's happily married, so we're yeah, not yeah, actually going to go one there. Of the ones, but... but she is like the queen of the Kardashians yep. who have a long history of love and athletes. And he is like the king of sport, mm-hmm. King James. Like it actually does kind of make sense. But Come, yeah, it's I'm never sure going to happen. I'm sure his wife disagrees yeah, thoroughly. He's not happy with us right now. Number five, Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams from The Notebook. Here's the thing. I don't want to ruin the movie for you, but I'm going to. They didn't like each other on set. At first, at least. They hated each other. Really? So the fact that they pulled off that much chemistry, pretty impressive. Never seen it. Get out. Get out. Really? You want me to leave? I want you to go home and I want you to watch The Notebook. I would rather do that, actually, right no, now. No, don't talk like that. Coming in at number four, Britney Spears needs to find a wholesome, sweet partner. She sure does. Who are we thinking? Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah, that's Is he good. married? I don't know. I, don't I, know. I didn't look into it. Again, but this these the are just person. hypothetical Couples we'd like to see in honor of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Okay, so coming in at number three, we did have Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant written down, but we're going to take that out because it's silly, and we're going to put in um, John Krasinski and, yeah. and Jenna Fisher Into from that the office. spot, I like that. That needs to be there. Who you got at number two? Number two is probably the most popular answer on the text line. So this, I, uh, this should be number one. I think it should, but I'm going to argue with you and put something else in number one. <sighs> so coming in at number two, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. We all wanted to see it. We I we all thought we would see it. Oh, yeah. He ended up single right after. Uh, yeah, and he's back with his ex, and I don't know how I feel about that, because remember their public visual fight they had at that tennis match? Yeah. They hate each other, or at least they did that day. Like, who are we to judge? Exactly. But uh, their on-screen chemistry, when they performed together at the Oscars, That's we what were sold like, it for me. they're going to kiss. Because I was like, they're both just incredible actors. Yeah, but they then, fooled us. Then you watched... Like the Gucci movie or whatever. House of Gucci. And she's not that great of an actress. No, she is. She was the only good part of that movie. No, I know. But she was just okay. What I'm saying is I believe that her role in Shallow. No, that's the name of the song. <laughs> What's this? Uh, the Star is Born. Star is Born. Star is Born. Was so convincing that she seemed to be an amazing actress, but I think she was just in love. I think that song changed my life. Like, I think it altered my brain. Anyone else? When yeah. Sh- when Shallow came out, we were all like, what's that love like? It was so real. Okay, coming in at number one. We've heard both of these actors make incredible speeches on stage towards the other person, but they've never been intimate, as far as we know. Leonardo and Kate Winslet 
Have you heard the way they speak about each other when they're on stage accepting awards? This is dumb. This no, it's not have, dumb. This shouldn't even have Google been in it. the top seven. She's far too old for him. Google it. It doesn't matter. He needs to switch things up. Clearly, the 25-year-olds aren't working out for him. They expire uh, at 25. I, I don't know. Clearly, they seem to be because he keeps going back. Oh, people are saying Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams did end up dating in real life. Okay, I forgot about that. Sorry. Um, anyway, that was our top seven list of celebrity couples that should be. Okay, fine. We'll move it. Yeah, we'll Bradley move... Cooper and Lady Gaga is number one. Fine. Thanks. One hit wonder day by request. Blind Melon and No Rain. It's nice. Ryder and Lisa. This is Play 107. I need your help. Uh, everybody on the text line can vote here. Am I a bad parent? Yes. No, no. Wait, you haven't even heard what my predicament oh. is. Sorry. I didn't understand the question. I thought you were just asking. No, that's you answered that way too quick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, so there was a 50-50 chance that over $60 million would be won in the Lotto 649 this weekend. It's like a long process to break down the gold ball. But if it was drawn, $66 million would have gotten given away Okay. to somebody who had a ticket. If not, it goes to 68 mil, and it will be given away. So that's the case for Wednesday. But I got excited about this. I don't often buy lottery tickets. I don't do it like on a weekly basis or anything. But about once or twice a year, I'll throw a bunch of money at a lottery. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So Wouldn't it make more sense to just throw a little bit all the time? Uh, I guess it's how you look at it. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't like like winning two dollars and then having to go into the gas station and be like, um, give me my two dollars. So I like go go big or go home attitude. Okay. But my daughter was with me when I decided to buy a bunch of these tickets. You could do it online now, and uh, my roommate decided he wanted to get in on it as well, and then she decided she wanted to get in on it as well. So <laughs> she chipped in ten bucks. Whoa! We bought about a hundred dollars worth of tickets for the draw. Him, 40, or 45, me, 45, my daughter, 10. But then I really started to think, thinking, what if we win $66 million? Then you have to do the math, and well, does she get that percentage? That kid would now have $6.6 million, which I don't think would be a healthy thing for an 11-year-old to Oh, my gosh. Have. have you seen a child walk into a candy store with a $20 bill? Exactly. Exactly. I So... Then all of a sudden I'm scrambling, so we drew up a contract that said, like, if you win, you'll get, you know, $10,000 now in Whoa. your bank account. Think of how many Frappuccinos. When you're 16, you'll get 90000 <laughs> and then you can buy a nice car with it for your 16th birthday or whatever, and then you'll get the rest at 20, 30, and 40. And like That's I, a nice contract. So I had it all drawn up, but also I'm... Teaching my 11-year-old how to gamble. But also, you're, all, you're also giving her this, uh, this dream world where she could be like, I don't have to try in school tomorrow. Well, that's it. So you didn't win. We didn't win, and I'm almost Perfect. thankful. Almost yeah. thankful <laughs> so about actually, it. I don't blame you for being thankful. Because like, I think it would change her life in a negative way. Like, why would she have to have a work ethic? Why would she need to go to college if she had 6.6 .6 mil in the bank as yeah, an 11-year-old? Totally. And it reminds me of that story of the guy that dressed up like a furry during the photo shoot. It was somewhere in, it wasn't here in Canada, because you have to show your face when you win the lottery. But he wore like a furry suit because he didn't want his kids to know that they were multi-multi-millionaires. Okay. Because his whole thing, his whole lesson with his children growing up was like, you work right. for your money. 
Well, those are important lessons yeah. to have. So yeah, quick. Are you a bad per- bad parent for allowing my kid <laughs> to get in on the draw and for teaching her like how to gamble and getting her excited about the potential of winning millions? Yeah, maybe. That Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey have something going on. Yeah. They left the game together last mm. night. So w- we hope that it works out great for both of them. Absolutely. But we also know that uh, Taylor Swift really pours her heart into breakup songs and the amount of different uh, wordplay she can use based on football is is high. There's a lot of options yeah, there. Yeah, and she's already done it in albums past. Yeah, she brings up football players a lot. She does. Uh, so we decided to have uh, Taylor Swift off. If this thing doesn't work out, could these potentially be some lyrics to songs? So I wrote a verse, Ryder wrote his own verse, and mm-hmm. we're going to perform them for you live, and you just get your vote on on the text line. Who, Whose lyrics sound more like Taylor Swift? We brought in the guitar that was hanging out in the hallways here. It's actually signed by Ed Sheeran. Yeah, so it is. So make sure you, your sweaty pits don't rub off that autograph, please. It says, play this guitar, Ed Sheeran. Okay, Ed. Gems in the house. That's uh, my cover band name as i like to perform jewel songs usually but i can't you use went, the name jewel yeah you should have went by ruby why that's the cheapest jewel hey <clears throat> so it's me versus Ryder. taylor swift lyrics get your Wait, we're on. not singing are we i wanted to just do like a poetry you have reading. to perform it like you're taylor swift oh for okay ready He was my Kansas City chief, a tight end so fine. Every time I saw him out there, I lost my mind. He came to my show, but I didn't have time. He caught the ball and also caught my eye. Now his mom keeps calling, but I don't know how to say. Your son broke my heart, fourth quarter's over, end a game. He may be in the public eye, but he's a silly boy. A heart of gold, a winning smile, that's all you see. Ooh. I didn't rhyme that one. We talked about everything from place to dreams to love. We were dit from different worlds and we used to fit like a glove. So see me running, standing at the end zone, saying I thought we scored. Turns out we're not in Kansas anymore. Okay, uh, that guitar playing was the worst I've well, ever seen I'm in not, my life. I'm not an artist. I don't know how to do two things at once. That was terrible. Like the entire time, I bet everybody listening was like, can she stop it with the guitar? Okay, but how about that last line? See, so see me running, standing in the end zone saying, I thought we scored. Turns out we're not in Kansas anymore. That's a Taylor Swift lyric. All right, whatever. Just ignore me. It's fine. Okay, just- she doesn't slap her guitar ever. Well, I might set down the guitar and just do a poetry reading because that's what I thought we were doing. Okay, I can't and then prepare sing. to lose because I put on a performance. <laughs> if you want to call it that. All right. Once again, these are songs that Taylor Swift would write if her and Travis Kelsey broke up. Someone just said I sounded like Phoebe Buffay. Uh, I think that's a compliment from what I heard. <laughs> on the back of your jersey, there's an eight and a seven. We joked about it being the date of our wedding, but you took that away, interception. And now there's another girl at the game in the family section. (laughs) We knew this day would come right from the start. 
I was too humble and you fumbled my heart. Now I'm just the girl at halftime on the stage and you and that flexible cheerleader are engaged. Thank you. Those were rider lyrics. What? Those were lyrics you would write. You have to embrace your inner swift. I think I'm going to win. I think I'm going to so win. So you've got a lot of attitude for somebody who's about to lose. Let's go, text line. <laughs> no, okay. For the record, we just got a text saying, did chat GPT write your lyrics? Lisa, no. Although the boss did suggest that because I think he had no faith in me either. Mm-hmm. A uh, lot but- of people saying no to both, but that's fine. Is that anyway? Everybody's saying no to both? No, but um, a lot of them. Five simple words, $1,000. It's Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. Feeling good on a Monday morning. We've got Jen, caller seven on the phone. Do you think you could win $1,000 today, Jen? I'm hoping so. Me too. Okay, so Ryder, break down how the 1K Wordplay works for those who are perhaps listening for the first time. Jen will be choosing a teammate, whoever she feels like she aligns with mentally stronger. <laughs> yeah. uh, that teammate will leave the room and not be able to hear anything. When we give Jen five words, she'll tell us the first word that comes to mind for each. We'll invite the teammate back in to play the same game. For everyone that matches, 25 bucks added to the pot. But if you get all five, it does jump to $1,000. Okay, Jen, who's your teammate this morning? Okay, um, I'm here with my son, Carter. Okay. And we, have some, we just have something special we wanted to do today because... Last time we got skunked, which sucked. But, you got zero dollars. Um, zero. Like, <laughs> but today, today we want anything that we win to go to Second Chance Animal Rescue because we feel that there's so many animals that need help, and we recently lost our 17-year-old dog, mm. and now we have no animals. So we feel today um that yeah we anything that we win we want to go to any animals that need help okay i love, love that. this love this so much all right you've got the uh Woo, good, the good karma on. working yeah good karma but a lot of pressure on our side so who's your teammate this morning you two uh carter's eating so he's very quiet his <laughs> waffles are good <laughs> hi hey hi, carter. carter what's up man who's your teammate this morning carter um, Mom. <laughs> Ryder or Lisa? Ryder. Ryder, right. he says. Get out of here. So, I'm going to start your 25-second timer right after I say the first word, okay? Good luck. Okay. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say static? Electricity. Clip. Nail. Trampoline. Jump. Pumpkin. Thermostat. Temperature. Great job. Love the confidence. And you still had 11 seconds (laughs) left on the clock. Let's go. Uh, Oh, that's so exciting. Okay. Ryder, are you in the zone? Are you ready to raise some money? Yes. What, (laughs) Ryder, what comes to mind when I say trampoline? Jump. 25 bucks. (laughs) What comes to mind when I say clip? Clip. Do you want to come back to that word? No. Nail? Yes. Yeah. What comes to mind when I say pumpkin? That is tough. I there know. is a lot of options right now. I know. 
I'm gonna. Pumpkin. How old's Carter? Seven. Seven. Pumpkin. I'm gonna say pie. Carved. Oh, that was my other word. That hurts. Stupid. That's okay. That's okay. We're not gonna win a thousand bucks, but we could still win a hundred. You're not stupid. Calm down. Those are both great answers. What comes to mind when I say static? Electricity. That's correct. Okay. Here we go. We got 75 bucks raised so far. Let's make it 100. What comes to mind when I say thermostat? Heat. Temperature. Okay, that's even a better answer. You know what, though? 75, 75 bucks, bucks raised is for good. Yeah, yeah. Yay! Hey, Jen, I'll match that, okay? Woo! Woo! So we've got your information. I'll fire you 75 bucks and we can uh, throw 150 into the pot. I love it. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> hey, hey, boss, yeah. can I borrow 75 bucks? Yeah, actually, me too. <laughs> I'd like to get in on this as well. We have joined forces with Banquet Bar and Canadian Ice House, and we are sending somebody to Tokyo to go and check out Taylor Swift. How badass is that prize? Honestly, I can't think of a better price. No. Like, I know we've given away cars and stuff in the past, but, like, this one just hits different. Tickets to see Taylor Swift in Tokyo. So here's how it's going to work. You're going to be listening for the cue to call. And then twice weekday mornings, you get uh, an opportunity. Sorry, twice weekdays, you get a chance to qualify. 7.15 weekday mornings, 4.15 with Jake Ryan in the afternoon. They're going to pick up tickets, airfare, and accommodations, Banquet Bar and Canadian Ice House. And then also Tuesday afternoons, Jake's going to be live at Banquet Bar and Canadian Ice House qualifying somebody once an hour. Once an hour. To get qualified as well. What a great excuse to go have a drink after work if you have that day off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Early dinner when Jake's still there. Go get get qualified. qualified. Uh, We're going to have a shaker on November 18th. And that's where we're going to give away the trip. So if you're qualified, you got to be there. Yeah, that's right. you got to be there to so win the trip. Mark that off right now. Assume you're going to get qualified and then just go about your business and get it done. 7.15 in the morning, 4.15 in the afternoon is your chance to get qualified. And we're going to launch this bad boy right away. Yep. So. so be uh, prepared for that. And keep it... Uh, what I like to tell our listeners, because I know you're all busy, you got your life, you've got your schedule, add us to your schedule, put us in your calendar, a reminder yeah. right before you hear those cue to calls to know. Not a bad idea. To call in. And uh, save our contact in your phone as well. 780-784-7107, because that's a lot easier than trying to remember what the phone number is. Like, I've been working at the station with the same phone number for um, almost 12 years, yeah. and sometimes I forget it. You take devices away from kids and they go a little wingy. You've seen it firsthand. Yeah, they like don't know how to function for at least 20 minutes. It's almost after like they re- have to reclimatize themselves <laughs> to reality. To reality. It's true. Like mm-hmm. if uh, you got a kid who's just hunched over on their phone for an hour straight and you're like, "All right, enough phone." They'll just have this like look in their eye like, "Well, what's next?" Now what? Zombified. Um, I laughed really hard at this tweet I read. I'm not letting my kid have a cell phone until they're 13. Oh, it's going to make them, they're going to get made fun of at school? Great. They'll they'll grow up and be funny. 
All right. Interesting take. Uh, there were two siblings, aged 10 and 11, that took it to the next level after their mother took away their electronics as a punishment. Okay. Uh, they stole their mom's car. Once again, 10 and 11 years old. Stole their mom's car and got caught 500 kilometers away. What? Yeah, they drove for five hours before police realized what was going on. The car was reported as stolen. The mom didn't know where the kids were. Oh, my gosh. They made it five hours, though. Like, that's pretty good driving skills yeah, for an 11-year-old. Yeah, did they have to, like, stop for gas? I would assume you, you would think <laughs> uh, five hours, like, a, pretty close, especially if it wasn't, like, completely full. So, yeah, I, maybe they did have to stop for gas. I, that I don't makes know. it sound a little sketchy in my mind. Like, maybe a little exaggerated, but still. I don't that know. That is like, an extreme length to go because you're mad at your mom for taking away your device. They were planning to run away to California. Listen, we've all done it. We've all quote unquote run away. Yeah. But what you actually do is you go hide in the b- backyard. Yeah, you for pack, 10 minutes. Pack your bag so that people know what's up. Yeah, and that then it's you walk coming. out and your parents go, fine, leave. Because they know you're mm-hmm. not actually going to go anywhere. And then you hide in the backyard. You cr- You just like Sit down, and then you realize, oh, I really have to pee, and then yeah. you go back in the Or house. like you remember where the snacks are. Yeah, you forgot yeah. to pack those. I uh, ran away from home once when I was a kid. My brother was babysitting me, who was four years older than me. So he would have been about 13 at the time. I was about nine. And uh, I said, yeah, screw this. I'm out. I didn't like his attitude. So I left. Same and sa- thing where he was like, bye. Yeah, exactly. So I opened the front door and then slammed it. And then I just went downstairs and turned on the TV. And uh, (laughs) I started watching the tube. And my brother thought I actually had left. So he goes out about five minutes later and realizes, like, there was a highway construction happening right outside our house. And he's like, there's big machinery and mom will be pissed if, like, I just let him go. So he ventured out to find you so, and the whole time you were in the basement. Yeah, yeah. He came out to find me, couldn't, called mom and told her. She stressed out, called some neighbors. They came and started looking. Oh, they shut, my God. They shut down highway construction because they were worried that I'd get run over by one of the machines. Meanwhile, you're doing parkour on the couch in the basement. <laughs> exactly. 100%. <laughs> doing front flips over. The police were called. The, like, volunteer firefighter department came out. Everybody was looking. It was harvest time, so the fields were very thick, but there was, like, combines and stuff running. So They shut down the combines for you? People were walking, like, holding hands in the fields. No. To see if I had, like, fallen asleep in a field somewhere. The entire time, I had no idea any of this was happening. All because you just had a hissy fit and slammed the door. I Well, I got my brother good. Yeah, you I, did. I taught him a lesson that day. <laughs> Don't give me attitude. Yeah. We have a Taylor Travis update live. This is breaking news, okay? By the way, we need to give them a name, like a famous couple named combining Travis and Taylor together. So well, is, is it going to be Trailer, Tavis, or Swelsies? What are we going with? I think she's a bigger star. Her name has to go first. So I think Tavis. Tavis. So Tavis, apparently she left the family suite in a popcorn machine. Yeah. Like a big metal thing on wheels and everyone knew that she was in it. We know she's in there because that's what she does. She's so famous. She can't just walk out of places. She has to be Well, it would be an absolute mob. Yeah, exactly. If she did. So it makes sense. 
But Ryder's so jealous. He wants to be that famous. He's like, I should leave here in the garbage bin. I was yeah, like, I yeah, you hi- should. I want to hide in some things yeah. and just get transported. That sounds fun. So that's exciting breaking news that we just discovered. But also, they left in his convertible. They went for dinner. Apparently, Taylor called the re- the restaurant in advance. Yeah, check this out. This is somebody's account that uh, knows somebody that was there. So it's a <laughs> bit of a stretch, but... I got a call from a friend, and Taylor is going to a place, and she just paid for everybody in the restaurant so that they would leave. They were eating, and the waitress came up to them and said, here's the deal. Everything's paid for, but you have to leave, like, right now. How freaking insane is this? Oh, and of course, she's with Travis Kelsey. Of course. So they were going on a date afterward, and she called paid for everyone's meals and so they could have a private dinner. I would say no. No, Ryder, don't be such a cranky old man. Here's why is because my guess is they're at a like posh restaurant. They wouldn't be going to like Denny's. I don't know. They have pretty good matzo sticks, but I digress. Okay, so my guess is the majority of the people that are at a fancy restaurant already it's more than comfortable for them to pay for their own meal. You know what I mean? Just no, but let like, them go on their romantic date. This is... Yeah, what about all the other people? What if, like, you got a babysitter for the first time and it's your anniversary dinner and then all of a sudden they're like, hey, eat up. Yeah, I would love it. If Taylor Swift was paying for my meal, I'd be like, okay, yeah, add on a couple lobster legs and we'll take it to go. Well, I don't think lobster legs are... You know what I mean. <laughs> Crab legs. <laughs> Can you tell I don't go to fancy restaurants? They'd be like, what? (laughs) Okay. Play 107, it's Ryder and Lisa. We're talking about uh, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, apparently calling a restaurant and saying, pay for everybody's tabs so we can can come in and dine in peace. Uh, I would say no. 780-784-7107. I would eat my meal and uh, refuse. Where are you at? I am on your team, Ryder. I cannot believe that Taylor Swift had the cojones to kick people out of our restaurant. Like, okay, here's the deal. If they're coming in at 8 and at 6.30 it says, hey, listen, we've got some very special guests coming that have asked that we close the restaurant off to them at 8. They've offered to pay for your meal as long as you can, like, finish up in that time. No problem. But if they're like, here's a to-go box. (laughs) Get out. Your meal's free, but you have to leave. I, I'd say no. Right? I'm like, I no, I'm enjoying my night out. What but am I? But you're no longer a paying customer. Taylor's already covered it. I don't give a rat's meow. Yeah, exactly. Meow. <laughs> 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 at this point in my life, I've had to pay for a babysitter. Yeah. Get my kids' meal prepped. Yeah, probably Uber. What carnations I'm gonna wear? Yeah. And probably saved up to go out for dinner because it costs an arm and a leg. Sure. And then you'd be like, actually, the date night you've been looking forward to for two months is canceled. Please leave. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, no. And I'm sure you are. I'm sure they planned ahead. Like she's she got, probably called hours in advance. She didn't call. I she's sure got so. 17 people who work for her. True. One of which would have called and said like. Hey, just make sure, you, make sure you clear everybody who comes in after six's tab and that they know that they have to be gone by eight. Okay. I would hope so. Yeah. You're probably right. But it's fun to, like, oh. blow it out of proportion and laugh at the people that are, like, slamming their food back and getting yeah, pushed yeah. out the door. Here's this, here's this 40, <laughs> $40 steak that's not going to taste good when you reheat it. Please leave. Right. <laughs> here's your spaghetti in a to-go cup. Slurp it on the way yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Loser. <laughs> 
So we are joined by Marcella, who is going to be the judge for the clean and scary <laughs> joke off. Uh, so you just let us know who wins each round, okay? For a potential of three rounds of jokes. Sounds good. But if somebody sweeps the first two rounds, they win. First joke. Okay, Marcella, how can you tell when a vampire is sick? I don't know. He's always coughing. This girl ran up to me at the cemetery and said, I need to pass through the cemetery, but I'm scared to walk alone. Can you walk with me across? And I said, yeah, of course. Don't worry. I used to be super scared of cemeteries when I was alive, too. What? Lame. No, we don't need sound effects. No, I love the sound effects. Keep that up. Okay, round two. Marcella, why don't they play music in skeleton church? I don't know. Because there's no organs. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Ryder is very intimidated right now. Let's hear it. I am especially scared of encountering large wild cats when I go on a run, like a cougar or a jaguar. If I ever saw one, I'd poo my pants. Ryder, I gotta get that one to you. Yes. Oh, I love when it goes to round three. Rubber match. Let's only go. Because only because there's Puma in it. Yeah. Only- Super funny. Okay. I got this one in the bag, though. Marcella, what is a vampire's favorite fruit? I don't know. Nectarines. No. Oh, no. I got this. I got this. Uh, what kind of music are balloons scared of? I don't know. Pop. Pop music? No, oh my God. Those are both Please, bad. Did you just say, no, oh my, my God? God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that before. That hurts my feelings. <laughs> I think we both lost the last round by the sounds of it. Yeah, I wasn't impressed with either of those. All right. Enemies. So who, who you crowned the overall winner then. Yeah, who made you laugh more? Uh, Lisa, for sure. Ah. Yeah. And you know what? You are going to be very impressed with Deadminton. Enjoy. Yeah, I will. Thank you, guys. We are joined by Ryan, the founder and spookmaster of Deadmonton, and you guys have a very special year coming up this year. We do, yeah. This is our 10 years this year. We've been in the business for 10 years, and we're in a new big facility, 50,000 square feet, and we have three great shows for everyone this year. We've gone back to the beginning. We brought back Return of the Williams Farm, and then we also have the convent, with uh, a few nuns in there. Um, and then we have the print show, which is going to be a little bit of a tale of the old Edmonton Sun uh, print building and a bit of a tour. This thing gets bigger every year, and for good reason. It absolutely terrifies people, and, and that's the goal, and you accomplish the feat every year. But you do feel like this year's the biggest yet, eh? It is the biggest, yeah, and I'm not going to lie, it's getting hard. It seems like we need to get bigger and better every year. Um, I don't know how we do it, uh, but people seem to love it and and come back for more. And this venue, I think, uh, is going to offer a lot of potential for years to come. Okay, or, I mean, Rexall Place is available, I hear. (laughs) Can you imagine? Well, that that is true. I did look at that once. (laughs) (laughs) So not only do you supply fear, you also have food beverages on uh, site as well? We do, yeah. We have a food truck uh, where we serve a wicked brisket sandwich, smoked brisket sandwich, and uh, we have cocktails. So every year we've been coming up with special cocktails, and we have irregular beers. And we also brought back the Camp Edmonton area, which people loved. It's the fire pits. 
a nice cozy area to sit and eat and have some drinks. But this year also we have the option of being inside in the nice heated building to enjoy those food and drinks as well. Where can people get tickets? Edmontonhouse.com. We'll sell out this year too, so make sure you get them sooner than later. And you highly recommend the speed passes, right? Well, yeah. It, everyone values their time a little differently. So when we're busy end of October, the lineups for each show can get a little long. So if you do not like waiting in lineups at all, you come in, the speed pass gets you right to the front of the line for each show. Or even, I would assume, a little earlier, like right after, you know, the the second week or whatever that you're open might make more sense for people as well. For sure. It is a little quieter then. You know, we open September 29th and, you know, people want that vibe of Halloween and they seem to want to wait till the last uh, week or two in October. And it's just, it's a lot busier, harder to get tickets. So better to come in the the beginning of October if you like a, a tamer pace. Well, Ryan, I just want to say that you do a fantastic job with the set the music, the actors on site. Like, I am genuinely petrified. I don't know why I keep coming back because I get so scared, but it's almost like it releases endorphins. It's so weird. It's like when you get a tattoo. It hurts, but you go back for more. Man, good for you. What a cool concept. And, uh, you know, there's always people that say there's nothing to do in Edmonton. And what I say to those people is you're not looking hard enough because there's things like this that I like. people get excited for all year long yep. and we know how much work you put into it making it uh you know a special and terrifying experience so uh keep up the great work we're very excited to see this year the 10th anniversary edition of deadminton awesome the rider and lisa replay brought to you by action furnace fixed right or it's free play 107